Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve you and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. In this episode, I want to warn you about a sneaky, sneaky trick going on now in the investment advisory business. You got to know what's going on that could really hurt your long-term future. And later, I often talk about some of the big cell phone companies, but there are a ton of smaller players in the field. And there are a lot of them that are doing a great job serving you and saving you money. So your money, okay? One of the things that is ultra confusing to people, and I know this when people stop me to ask me questions about their IRAs or anything like that, and they'll tell me they've got this person they go to. And I'll say, well, do you know whether the person you're going to is what's known as a fiduciary? And asking the question, I know the answer that very seldom does anybody even know that word or what it means. It means they're legally required to do what's in your best interest. So when they say they don't know, I'll then ask a number of other questions. Like, how do you pay this person? And the real tip-off is when they say, well, I don't pay them anything. You're paying them a lot because you're paying massive commissions and fees to the person who supposedly is guiding you for them doing so, and their incentives are all wrong, all wrong, because The higher the commission they can make from something, the more they make and the less you make. Because the costs of investing have been going down, down, down overall. And there are people who are paying the least they've ever paid to invest. And at the same time, there are people who are going to a person or a firm for advice and don't know that they're paying big commissions and big ongoing expenses. So at a time that the costs have fallen off a cliff in investing, there's a significant segment of people that are paying really high costs. I want to tell you one of the tricks of the trade. I've seen a couple of stories on it recently there was one of note that was very well researched in the Wall Street Journal about how a lot of the nation's insurance companies now have their insurance salespeople in firms with fake names. Like they'll do something like instead of saying 
they're from so-and-so insurance company, it'll say um, Clark and Krista's financial advice or something. It'll have something that sounds just like any other advice firm. And what you don't realize is that they are actually trying to get you to let your guard down because a lot of people are really, really nervous or run away from anybody who has insurance on their business card. They're not going to do business with them. They're, they're terrified of insurance salespeople, particularly anybody under 40. They don't ever want to deal with an insurance salesperson. And so in order to be able to get clients, they had to pretend they were something else. And so the something else they're pretending to be is a financial advice firm. And you'll get there and they'll go through things, asking about your goals and all that, all the standard kind of stuff. And then they'll recommend what seem like very conventional kind of things like mutual funds or whatever. But everything ultimately will come back to annuities and life insurance because that's how they make their money. Anytime you're looking at going to somebody for advice, for help in investing, remember, you are the customer and you are interviewing that person to see if you are going to give them the job of handling your money. And the key thing you want in writing is that they are a fiduciary. Fiduciary. And they legally are one and they hold themselves out to be in writing that they are a fiduciary and their agreement with you is a fiduciary one. What that means, it's like if you go to a lawyer and you pay him or her, they are a fiduciary because they are working for you. You are their client and you are paying them for that and there's no ulterior motive. With investing, all too often, what we don't know can really hurt us. Because the math is clear that over a working lifetime, you will dramatically reduce how much money you have to as little as a third of what you would have had just because of all the commissions and fees you'd pay if you go to someone who is not a fiduciary. When somebody says their advice is free as an investment professional, that's when you need to get your ears tuned and pay close attention. Krista? My parents got ripped off by someone like that years ago, so I appreciate you. The situation that. the situation your parents got into, we don't ever settle personal scores here. And so no companies are going to be oh, mentioned no. or anything like that. But what happened to your parents was an abomination. And they ended up putting just in short, they put more money into something than they ever actually got back from it because it came with massive commissions and fees and then has a tax, tax bomb built into it as well at the end. It was as bad as it could possibly be. And the person who sold it to your parents is now retired, gone, mm -hmm. and 
they are able to live a very comfortable retirement yeah. because the people they sold junk like this to, like your parents. Right, right. And my parents are fine, but it is definitely a lesson. They, he said he was a fee-based planner. Fee-based. And, and my parents got this person through a really big company my dad worked for for 35 years. They recommended this person for, to retirees. So you have to watch out and watch out for your parents. Oh, We should explain what fee-based is. Okay, so fee-based is this uh, crazy marketing thing that a lot of um, companies have come up with, insurance companies and others, where they say, oh, well, we're fee-based, but as you buy products through us, the fee is eliminated. So they're pretending people don't really understand the significance of fee-only versus fee-based. Fee-only financial advisors generally, normally, but not always, will be fiduciaries. Fee-based investment people are the opposite. They are all about the commissions they're going to make from the products they put you in. And uh, your dad's a sophisticated guy, did big-time kind of corporate work forever, but did not understand the significance of that difference and as a result, got ripped off. Especially when it's affiliate, you know, affiliated with, with a company or whatever. So you just okay. have to. All right. Thank you for saying that a second time because I ignored saying something about that. As I've talked about with school teachers, just because the union you're a member of or the school district you teach in recommends that you go to this company or this person or whatever for your 403B know that almost always that person they're recommending you to go to is the worst possible place for you to go. Unions getting kickbacks. I mean, it's just a really sordid thing with the school districts. In your father's case, it was with a private employer. That was an, uh, I hope that what happened to him at a huge Fortune 500 company is an exception, an abnormal that they gave referral to an employee, a retiree, to a completely unsuitable kind of place for advice. But you just have to do your own vetting of wherever it is you're going and whoever it is you're talking to. And remember, just because you go to a fiduciary doesn't mean that he or she's going to be great at it. All that means is that their interests align with yours. And that's what you want. They win when you win. You don't want to be in a situation where when they win, you lose. Enough. Oh. Let's, let's, let's let that rest. Katya in Illinois says, I'm looking for the best term life insurance. Insurance we do recommend. Yeah, so, so uh, term life insurance, if you're not familiar, is something that will not normally be recommended or sold by an insurance agent because they don't make any money selling it. Uh, It's not worth their time to even spend the time with you. Uh, The most popular kind is called level term insurance, which is where you have a set premium for a contracted number of years from 10 to 30 years. As far as the best term life insurance, what I consider to be the best is you want to buy from a company that is really, really strong financially, that has an AM best rating service rating of a double plus because you want the insurer to be 
uh, solid have claims paying ability for decades to come. Occasionally, AM Best will mess up, but very rarely in evaluating the financial strength of a life insurer. Second, level term is so simple to buy that you can use any of the shopping services for level term. And as long as it's an A double plus rated company for the number of years you're buying for, whoever has the lowest premium at that point, that's who you sign up for because the premium's good for that 10, 15, 20, 30 years. You're insuring so often, the reason 30 years people are trying to ensure the remainder of their working lifetime and most people really don't get around to buying this stuff till they're in their 30s or even later so level term insurance is simple to buy lots of sellers there are now companies though that use industry databases to eliminate you having to go through the two-month or three-month process to get a policy issued and they will uh, for people typically up to age 65, will be able to determine if they will underwrite that policy for you in about a minute and a half after you fill out 15 minutes of paperwork. They run the industry database background stuff on you. And they say yes or no in many cases right then. Sometimes you'll get a maybe and you got to wait, but generally you'll have that yes or no right away. We have a simple guide to buying level term insurance on clark.com we also have information on some of the companies that will do what's called instant issue where they do after you fill out the long 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 paperwork it's all electronic now but after you fill it all out they will then be able to give you that yes no or maybe right then Brian in California says, I was told by my credit union that I could attend the annual meeting, but would not be allowed to vote. It is my understanding that credit unions are owned by the members who are entitled to vote on credit union matters. If I am not entitled to vote, why do they repeatedly ask me to sign a proxy agreement so that they can vote on my behalf? I'm afraid this credit union is acting like one of the big monster mega banks. Is there anything I can do to challenge this? So Brian... A credit union that doesn't allow its membership to vote is uh, that's crazy because the reality is most members are never going to vote. So the board will be able, from a lack of action on the part of members, to be able to do things pretty much the way they wish. It's really worrisome to me that they would say, you can't vote. What I would like you to do is I want you to run for the board. Why don't you get involved? You're right. That mentality is acting like a giant monster megabank. So get involved. Change things and make the credit union what it's supposed to be, responsive to its owners, its members. And from Beth in Washington, I called my credit union to unlink Zelle from my accounts. The representative I spoke with was surprised that I wanted to do this and said there's no difference between Zelle, Venmo, and Cash App. No (laughs) bank is going to protect a person against fraud should they get scammed. But according to the Clark.com website, the thing about Zelle is that once the money is transferred by fraudsters, there's no getting it back. But is that the case with Venmo and Cash App? So what's the real issue with Zelle? Is it simply just that banks don't give you a choice of opting in? So, Beth, there's a lot to unpack here. And in the simplest terms, 
you have the same fraud risk as the customer service person said to you at the credit union. You have the same fraud risk if somebody defrauds you with any of the three. The money, once it's gone, you can't get it back. That's why with any of these apps, you do not, you, I repeat, you do not pay strangers. The issues with Zelle and the reason Zelle is in the news every single day and not in a good way is the way Zelle ties in and marries to your bank account. Criminals are committing 97, most recent stat I saw is 97% of the fraud involving payment apps is involving Zelle because once somebody is in to your bank account, they can just keep pulling money out through Zelle. There's no equivalent ease of stealing from you using Cash App or Venmo. What the customer service rep told you that is correct is that once the money's stolen, you don't have a way of getting it back. That's true with any of them. But because the vulnerability, the way Zelle is embedded in your checking account, in your bank account, and through your bank app, the vulnerability is so much greater. Venmo and Cash App, even though they have their dangers, their little league, the big league for fraud, is Zelle. Zelle is a broken design. It's a broken implementation. And even though the federal regulators have issued an advisory opinion that when money is just stolen out of your account, that the bank has a full legal responsibility to restore the funds, the banks are ignoring that, don't know what credit unions are doing. And it seems the only time people get their money back when it's stolen through the Zelle function or the Zelle app is when a TV station does a story about how somebody had their money stolen. This is a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. And I promise you, there's so many people having so much money stolen from them that the Zelle thing eventually will be fixed. It's the meantime that's the problem with all the people having all their hard-earned money stolen through the Zelle app. And I have offered the Zelle people, every single time this comes up, I've offered them the opportunity to come on the podcast and have their say. But the cowards won't because they know they got nothing to say that won't make them look just as bad as I have said. Come on, Zelle. You up to the challenge? You up to the challenge yet? Come on. What about the banks that own Zelle? Any of you willing to talk about this? I named the banks before. Can you tell Zelle is not my buddy? (laughs) Up next, though, I'm the buddy to your wallet. You know, I talked about the new price increases from AT&T Wireless on its subscribers, many of their subscribers. This is a great opportunity for you to rethink who you do your cell service with and who you can find the best deals with, I'm going to give you some of that straight ahead. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Your cell phone bill is one of those things that's just part of your life now. It's like breathing. And you pay the bill every month, and we're creatures of habit. What's known as the churn, the number of people who dump T-Mobile, AT&T, Verizon every month, teensy tiny and that's because it just feels like it's too much work or whatever and the companies all push these family plans because then it's hard to unwind all that but the reality is especially with what AT&T is doing with raising rates on a bunch of their customers starting June 1 this is a time that you really want to shake it up and look at what you're paying and look what's available out there that would be better. One thing I want you to know, a lot of the people who are seeing the price increases from AT&T, who are AT&T loyalists and don't want to go anywhere else, should look at something you may not have thought about, and that's AT&T prepaid. AT&T prepaid has a number of plans, not cheap like the really bargain plans that I'm going to talk about in a minute, available in the marketplace. But AT&T prepaid offers plans like one I've talked about a lot where you just pay for the whole year up front and you're done. You pay them $300 for the year. It's over. You've paid your cell phone bill and don't have to worry about it again for a whole nother year. And so go check out if you are reluctant to leave AT&T just because you don't like changing brands. At least go get a better deal on AT&T. And truly the best deals are the prepaid side of AT&T. What's the difference between prepaid and postpaid? Glad you asked that. With prepaid, you're paying before the month of service is given to you. With postpaid, you're billed after you've received that month's service. So with postpaid, they've got credit risks that somebody will not pay their bill. With prepaid, your bill's paid. The money is in their hands. They know you were good for it. And so prepaid is usually cheaper because the credit risk is removed from the cell phone provider. Now, recently I saw the J.D. Power survey of the best and worst cell phone providers. And the highest rated of all is one that people have repeatedly said, Clark, why don't you talk about them? Why don't you talk about them? And that's consumer cellular. Their customer satisfaction rate 
was so much higher than everybody else in the industry, not even in the same universe. Who was lowest of all companies? AT&T. Anyway, Consumer Cellular, if you're looking for somebody who will really, really take care of you as a customer, you should look at them. And they offer a lot of great plans for couples. Uh, You can go past to traditional family plan, but what they offer to couples is really good. You can do traditional thing with the unlimited data that's so in, or if you don't use your phones a huge amount on the data side, you can go in a much cheaper plan with consumer cellular. And I think that they, I'm guilty as charged. I have overlooked the value of being with them because they are such a customer-driven organization and make people so happy being with them. I have another thing I wanted to mention to a lot of people who are with an old-time company like AT&T, also like shopping in a more traditional supermarket. And believe it or not, you can get your cellular service from the Kroger family of supermarkets. You know, Kroger has, I don't know, 15, 20 different brand names they use around the country. Kroger Wireless offers a really decent $15 a month plan that you can sign up for at Kroger.com or you can go into a Kroger store and sign up for Kroger Wireless and just get your service from them at a much cheaper price than you would be paying with one of the big companies, which is funny because Kroger's a giant company. This is just a little pipsqueak side thing they do offering cellular, and that is an alternative. But if you're into saving money and you're more self-service than needing customer service, Mint Mobile is really a great place to look if you are into price. And I love what Mint Mobile is doing and what they call their Mint Modern Family. Instead of a family plan being four people, a family plan is two people. And what's the advantage of a Mint Family Plan? You get their lowest rates if you just buy 90 days of service at a time. But what I really love is that each person up to five people on a family plan can do different things. So if you have somebody who uses not that much data, they can be on their absolute cheapest plan. Somebody who uses tons of data and wants unlimited data, you pay their most expensive plan. Guess what it is a month? $30 a month. 30 is their most expensive plan for a person on the family plan getting the unlimited. So for 15 a month, you get four gigs of data a month. Probably half of people in America use less than four gigs a month, and that would be 15 a month for your cell phone plan. But if you use a fair amount of data, you can get 10 gigs, which is a lot. That's 20 a month. But why not go to unlimited if you are somebody who's on your phone all the time doing who knows what? 30 a month is a deal. 
So customer service with men, I assume it's customer no service. Although I don't know if we had, I don't know that we've had complaints about no, them. No, I haven't seen many for sure. But again, that's spelled <clears throat> M-I-N-T. All right. So here's the truth. I, I uh, swallow my words so often and people will say, I can't find this men mobile. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't say mint. Mint. Mm-hmm. Mint mobile mintmobile.com and they're one of several really really aggressive inexpensive discounters in the cell phone space there are many now that are as cheap as three dollars a month for a minimal cell phone plan including like a gig of data or whatever i mean the the price points while verizon AT&T and T-Mobile are trying to push rates up. There are all these discounters being very aggressive on price. You have to decide if they're good for you or not. Uh, But if they are, you're going to save money each and every month and tons of money over the course of a year if you go with one of the deep discounters. The first question I have is actually, it's like a comment for you about this from Diana in New York. And she says, when you're evaluating mobile phones, I've never seen you talk about or write about track phone. I've had track phone for years and so far it has cost me less than a hundred dollars a year. So track phone is a brand of Verizon and Verizon is using, and thank you for asking that question. used to be owned by uh, one of the world's wealthiest men, Carlos Slim. And he sold the operation to Verizon. And so Verizon had been an ultra premium, well, remains flagship Verizon, an ultra premium, ultra expensive brand. And Verizon's market share had been getting smaller and smaller and smaller in the United States. So they decided that they were going to be a brand for all price points. And they used sub-brands Track phone is one. Straight talk that they do in conjunction with Walmart is another. They've got a lot. I'm trying to remember all the ones that Verizon owns now. And then they have their one called Visible, which they own, which typically for most people ends up being $25 to $40 a month for unlimited everything, including unlimited data. So, yes, track phone, if you're a minimal user, You can do the $100 a year plan, but now, as I was just saying, Diana, there are now all these cheaper ones where you can get your cell phone bill down to under $40 a year and have actually more phone use than you have with the track phone, $100 a year plan. So the prices are just getting, if you shop for them, better and better and better. And we continuously review plans and compare them on Clark.com. We have a writer dedicated to that topic, exactly. And she's She dreams about cell phones now. This is from Ryan in Wisconsin. When you talk about tipping, you always seem to forget massage therapists, estheticians, beauticians, etc. Those are higher paid fields, but most people in these fields depend on half their income from tips. We're only paid a small percentage of the service costs, sometimes a small hourly amount, and finally tipping. We spend over an hour of manual labor with clients. Please remember that skilled licensed professionals also depend on tips in America. And then another comment on tipping from Steve in Minnesota. When tipping, I calculate the tip before the tax has been added. 
Well, you know, every time we talk about tipping, we do yes. get a very, very strong reaction. And Ryan, thank you for pointing out an area that I neglected to mention. There are a lot of people in professional type roles that work in jobs that they do depend on tipping. And it is an area that I have neglected in our conversations about tipping to mention so that's why we have the ability for you to bring us your suggestions, your questions, and your beefs. And I really appreciate when you take the time to share with me, educate me, and share with others. And I want to thank you so much for being with us today. I hope you learn something that's going to help you, or you'll be able to say to somebody else, yeah, you know, I learned something about that. You should check this, that, or the other out and save that money.